Lord, you have come to the season. If you know it, you join me. Seeking idol, worldly, no wise one. You only ask, Lord, that I should love you. With love, you have looked in my eyes, Lord. Smiling gently, you called me by name. And I left my boat by the seashore. Now with you, I will seek other shore. Amen. The Lord has come to the seashore, seeking us out, like the disciples, to come and follow him. At the end of the gospel, he says, follow me. But then there is a significant question for every one of us that Christ asks Peter and is asking the same question to every one of us today. If you don't mind, can you stand? Oh, yeah. Do you love her? How much? Always. Do you love him? Till when? Forever. Thank you so much. And we know love it goes beyond just expressions. What we confess with our lips, what you have confessed, you have been putting it into practice for the many years you've been together. And that is what the Lord is inviting us to that our love of him goes beyond just the lips, the service of the mouth. But what we confess with our lips, to put it into practice. But before we go to that command, you love me three times, let's look into uh, the scripture and the tradition of what is going on here. The Lord making a breakfast for the disciples by the lakeside. The scripture begins, he revealed himself again, meaning he's been showing himself. We have post-resurrection experiences after the death of Christ. He's rising from the dead. He appeared to the disciples many times. In John's gospel, John has record of three appearances. Now he said he revealed himself once again. Last Sunday we read, when he came to them, he revealed himself, but Thomas was not there. Today, again, John is ending the last chapter of his gospel, 21, with Christ again showing himself. He revealed himself to the disciples. You can imagine the disciples going back to their former profession. Let's go fishing. They went back to their old ways of life, just like you and I. Sometimes we tired. Perhaps our prayers not answered. We've stayed too long with the Lord, and we're not getting what we want. We go back to other places seeking for solutions. So they went back to fishing, and they caught nothing. See how John is putting it in a symbolic way. They were in the darkness in the night, and they caught nothing. It is John's way of saying the futility of toiling in the night. Unless Christ's delight comes in, at Easter night, we celebrated Christ as delight. And when it was done, Christ appeared. And with him, they were able to 
catch in plenty. That is John's way of saying, cut off for me, you can do nothing. Gospel of John chapter 15. But with me, you can have abundance. The Son of Man has come that you and I may have life, not only just life, but in full, abundant life. <clears throat> that is the light and darkness. Psalm 127 tells us, if the Lord, or unless the Lord builds the house, in vain do we labor, unless he watch over the city, in vain do we keep vigil. In vain we, we, we undertake any exercise, any goal, any target, any dream, that we do not invite him, the light, to come into the boat and then make us successful or make us succeed. So what is happening here is John, in the beginning of his gospel, by the Sea of Tiberias, that is the Sea of Galilee, where Christ showed the first sign, the miracle of the water into wine. He gave a command, fill the jar with water. Here is also given a command, cast your net by the right side. So at his command, like the wedding feast at Cana in Galilee, abundance of wine provided the finest of wine. Here again, towards the end of the gospel, given a command, cast your net into the sea. Abundance of fish. Many, plenty, the scripture says about 153, that is different species, that is universality of the mission, go out and bring others into the church. Go out and extend this mission of love to everyone, not only to those who look like you, not only to those who come from your village or family, even to your enemies. Go out, bring them in. That is one. Secondly, the incidence of the Lord making a breakfast for them was <clears throat> he prepared a charcoal fire. Recall the other incident where we have the charcoal fire. On the night of Holy Thursday, when Peter denied Christ three good times, the scripture said it was by the charcoal fire. It was cold, and everybody was warming up, and a little girl came to Peter. Are you not one of this man's disciples? He denied him. Again, he was asked, I saw you in the garden with him. He said, I do not know him. For three good times, he denied him. And here is Christ again coming to the same Peter, not just to accuse him of denying him three times, but to reaffirm his trust, his love. Peter, son of John, or Jonas, do you love me? Three good times. Feed my lamb. Do you love me, Peter, son of Jonas? This one said, tend my sheep. But the Greek word used there is shepherd. Ponero, that is shepherd, my sheep. And the third one, Peter, son of Jonas, do you love me? Peter got angry. Lord, you know everything. You know how much I love. It's just like what you say. You know everything. You know me through and through. We've been together forever, so I don't need to say it again. You know that I love you. Then, feed my sheep. And the church continues that ministry of feeding the flock of God through the sacraments of the Eucharist. 
Not only that, but also in exercising works of charity, the Gospel of Matthew 25 tells us how we, all of us, invited to continue that ministry of feeding others. I was hungry, you gave me to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. And I was naked, you clothed me. In prison, you visited me. All of these are various ways the Lord is inviting us, just like Peter, to be the leader of the church, but also in various positions all of us are called. We see that idea of the Good Shepherd next Sunday when we celebrate the Good Shepherd Sunday. So we are missionary disciples being called to continue to spread the love of God in our troubled society, to continue to celebrate the love of God here and now, in this parish, among us, in our families, in our schools, places of work. And what is love? An assignment when you go home, read Paul's letter to Corinthians, chapter 13. That is where you see the hymn of love. For it is out of love the disciples proclaimed boldly the risen Lord. The first reading talks about how they went out and they were instructed not to preach in the name of the Lord again. But it is only that name that saves. No other name. Acts of the Apostles chapter 4 verse 12. There is no other name that is given to anybody human race by which we will be saved except the name of Christ. We have to call on the name of Jesus all the time. Paul in his letter to Romans chapter 10 tells us, Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So much more that we can get out from today's readings. But um, we just pray that the Lord who calls us uh, to be in his presence today continues to nourish us, strengthen us in the power of his name so that you and I can go out continuing this power of resurrection in our families, beginning with ourselves and then wherever we find ourselves. May God bless his words in our hearts always through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.